what has he been doing for five years? Yeah. That's a lot of time in Star mm-hmm. Wars. <laughs> Let's try it again. Nope, that didn't work. No. Let's try it again. Nope, that no. didn't work. Let's try. Nope. Have fans speculating that a new Star Wars project may soon be announced. It's the great circle. Circles are everywhere. They're taking <laughs> over. <laughs> Some of the scenes in Star Wars are matte paintings. And I did not realize it. Mm. I had to immediately tweet about this because my jaw was three stories down on the ground. May the force. Force the force. 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 The force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the shows, and the movies. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel, who is your favorite Star Wars character. You're just throwing that at me right yeah. now? Yeah. You don't know? I don't know. Hmm. I really don't know. <laughs> Maybe R2-D2. R2-D2. That's He's pretty choice. solid. Completely unrelated. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, Jedi, Survivor. Cole Monaghan has some more details for us. And we're going to talk about some copyrights for three new Star Wars movies. So, let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming up uh, next year. Uh, that's right, next year we're getting wow. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And uh, it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. Coming up quick. Ah! <laughs> uh, early next year? Uh, did it, it didn't get technically delayed, Okay, but it hasn't gotten fully announced, I don't think, mm. right? Is the... Yeah, it seems like by now, if we hadn't, like, if it wasn't something in our heads now, like, it's probably not officially stated. So it's coming 2023, probably in uh, the holiday season, if it sticks to hmm. what the first one came out in, because I think that was late October, early November-ish. I think uh, that was the time frame of Jedi Fallen Order. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I think Star Wars works so well in that um, November 15th, so the, the middle of November mm-hmm. is when it came out. This is the, the before times, uh, before the COVIDs and all of that fun stuff. Wow. But yeah, it... Uh, I think just Star Wars suits so well in that holiday season. Obviously, the originals came out in the summertime. Summer is like the big movie push. That's when all the big blockbusters come out. But I think Star Wars just suits so well the holiday season. of. Uh, I, I know uh, we have some friends that would go watch a movie uh, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that they would watch yeah. is the Star Wars <laughs> that came out. Um, so definitely... I think it works well. Mm-hmm. But this is what Cole Monaghan had to say in a uh, interview. Quote, It's really exciting to be able to play around in the Star Wars universe again and to portray Cal. Not only to portray him, but also to develop him and find him different. Cole Monaghan said, This story takes place five years after the first game, and we see a change in him between that time. The story challenges him in ways that really test and develop him into someone that grows and shifts in ways that I think are really exciting and complex. So that's the first piece of news. Or 
kind of details around this game. It's set five years after the first one. Mm -hmm. So that puts us in the time frame of like we're deep in kind of the beginnings of the Empire. Mm -hmm. We're seeing the rise of Palpatine's control and order with the Galactic Empire. Which I think is an interesting time frame. I th- I think we're going to see a lot more of a weathered... I mean, he was obviously weathered in the first one, but he was on a run. He was on the defense, and I could see him being more on the offense, of being a lot more proactive in his place in the galaxy, and just seeing firsthand what has happened to the Jedi. Because, I mean, he went through Order 66, he went through the, the rise of the Galactic Empire, we see him in that that one kind of regain his connection to the force and this one he has that connection but what does it mean for him searching for these younglings and these force sensitives actually no they didn't because he destroyed the yeah he destroyed the holocron so we he destroy it he, he destroyed it so what is he doing Exactly. What I has think that's he been exciting. doing what for is, five years what has he been doing for five years yeah. that's a lot of time in mm-hmm. Star Wars I think it's exciting. And I actually think um, that they allude to it in their teaser trailer. Like, even I felt mm-hmm. like something's different. And some, it's Cal, darker. Yeah, Cal himself is different. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like you've grown up, and I'm not sure. Like, we're not getting the same now. No. Yeah. And that's super exciting. Because mm-hmm. I, I think we all, all were wondering, what happens after Fallen Order? Because we knew all knew there was going to be a second one. Like, it performed so well it changed the tide of what ea expected a a star wars single player game to be doing like i think it sold 11 million copies which is that's pretty good Mm -hmm. i'd say so (laughs) it's pretty dang good Mm -hmm. so we all knew that there was going to be one they end it very openly but i think it was a lot more hopeful when they ended it and this trailer I think they found the perfect time frame hmm. to where we see that weathered, almost broken, darker cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they're going to focus more on the past that we haven't seen, like those five years? Or do you think they're going to balance like hmm. a story? Or are they just going to be like, I don't know. If you have such a time jump, it feels yeah. like you can't not mention it at least, but... I think it'll be mentioned, but I think what would be really cool is if they just jump into the stories. Classic Star Wars, they hop into the story and we're just, we're strung into the middle of things. They don't explain it all. You have to figure out what exactly happened to Mm. Cal through the course of the actions that you take in the game. That would make sense. I think that would be really fun. And I guess that's kind of what I was asking. It's like, do you feel like it's going to be that you're going through this present by like and I don't because yeah. you're going through it you're unfolding the what that happened hmm. or do you think you're just going to be jumped into a new story and kind of told this is kind of what happened we now s- we're on a new track we saw thing. a lot of flashbacks in Fallen Order hmm. yeah I don't think I think they've matured in their storytelling and Cal as a character has matured mm-hmm. that it doesn't necessarily fit exactly because obviously this is taking a lot of assumptions but looking at the teaser trailer, hearing that this is a very different Cal and that he's grown in many different ways, that leads me to make the assumption that they are upping the level of the storytelling, hopefully, to be 
a lot more advanced because you you have to. I think that's something that's super great with video games is the sequels are usually better. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that happens in like TV shows or movies. No. TV shows a little bit more. Yeah. But like movies, the second one, at least historically, isn't always the best. So do you think, I mean, so the voice actor, that's who they were Cole Monaghan, yes. Yes. So Cole is saying that he's excited to play around in Star Wars again. Does he have a lot of say in the creation or like the story or like the character of Cal Kestis? I mean, historically, actors do have some sway on mm-hmm. how they portray the characters. They're going to add different things. Uh, we look at something like, I think it was in Stranger Things, uh, Eddie. His actor brought a lot of things to the character, mm-hmm. as well as um, Vecna's actor. Hmm. He brought a lot of things to the character that the Duffer Brothers hadn't originally uh kind of planned out hmm. but he was able to add his flair to it interesting so i think that's something that a lot of obviously they have the story of the path that they want to go and i think cole will have a little bit more colon cole me man just referring to his <laughs> first name uh i think he'll have some sway in terms of how that's delivered and it may not work for his view of the character and Video games are very collaborative. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of back and forth. It's a lot of testing things out. So I definitely think he has more of a chance to sway the character in the ways that we'd want him to. Mm. Especially just seeing how much they've based him off exactly. of. Like, they didn't they have to make it exactly same. him. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think, it's, I think he's going to bring a lot to the character um, that will be good and bring in that like a little bit of a grittier feel. Mm-hmm. The next part of the quote that I think is even more exciting, quote, this is a character that obviously he's part of the Star Wars canon now, and I would like to see him in plenty of different contexts. There's a lot of story to tell with him. He is a unique person in this universe, and we can explore something with him that I don't think has been explored with other characters before. So that's an exciting thing, and I hope people enjoy what we did with them because it was a joy to be able to do. Now, I think this the, the thing that gets me so excited about this is he's not like, oh, well, we'll see how it goes. He's like, no, I want to be in all of the Star Wars things. Mm-hmm. I want to have... <laughs> I mean, we've said this how many times? Yeah. It'd be great to see uh, Cal in a TV show. He could totally make a tie-in to if they do a second season of Obi-Wan. If I mean, he could, depending on the time frame, do something in Ahsoka. They're exploring a lot of the time frames, or even Andor. Mm, yeah. That, that would make would a lot of sense. Awesome. Ooh, what, with all the kids and everything. Mm-hmm. Andor? <laughs> Or am I thinking of something else? You're thinking of you're thinking of the Jude Law one, Skeleton Crew. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Andor is the Cassian Andor one. Uh, yeah, right. That's coming up in August, so really wow. soon we'll wow. have another Star Wars show Woo! breakdown. It's always exciting. Yeah, so we have. I didn't even consider it. He could make an appearance, or at least tease on Andor. I think the timeline ma- uh, matches up. Hmm. That's got the wheels turning. But I th- I think um I think we all expect this to be a pretty 
decently sized series. Hopefully, Star Wars Jedi is the game series that breaks the two-game curse that seems to be <laughs> plaguing Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, even um, Knights of the Old Republic 1, Knights of the Old Republic 2, there was no Knights of the Old Republic 3. No. Um, Jedi Knight, there are only two of those. Mm-hmm. Battlefront, there was one and two. Oh, gosh. And then 10 years, 15 years, uh, 10 years. And then we got Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2 again. Oh, my gosh. They're as bad as Steam now. <laughs> or Valve. <laughs> They're as bad as Valve now. Uh, hopefully, Star Wars Jedi, the series, is the game that uh, actually breaks the two-game curse that seems to be plaguing uh, EA Star Wars games. Because I think, uh, or maybe maybe they expand it more. I would love to see the video games and the movies and the TV shows be much more of that cinematic universe type thing. Mm. I think there is so much to Cal's character and the world that they created and the flavor of Star Wars that they can add to other things that would just be so great. My only worry is that they would just crush everything. Like, I don't know. <gasps> I just, I haven't been impressed, honestly, with the show. Hopefully, and I things, mean, we both but, haven't been. Yes. But I, hopefully, if they did do something with like the video game people, that uh, they would actually be involved in it somehow. They're working with Lucasfilm, obviously. But. If, like, the core people of the video game franchise, the Respawn people, aren't involved in that, I think they should be, or should have been, or hopefully they are, because uh, I think they, they truly know, one, the feel of Star Wars, the characters that they're playing around with, and they add cameos in ways that actually suit the story. Ah, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. And they'll... St- stand up to Lucasfilm and be like no screw you we're making a Jedi thing yeah and we did it and it did well <laughs> it did great actually yes so uh, I hope hope that uh, the future for Cal Kestis is a bright one and we get more games obviously this is talking about a possible third one before the second one has even come out yeah. but I'm really excited for the uh, possibilities and the teases that we're slowly getting for Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. Now let's take a little bit of a break and we'll hop back in and talk about some new Star Wars movies, maybe. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. Lucasfilm is in the news recently for Star Wars for trademarking some new Star Wars names. And uh, let's let's jump in and talk about what that means. What 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 the heck? Yeah, Star Wars. What? So what what's super surprising to me is the last Star Wars movie we got was Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and I think that what was that? Twenty nineteen, I believe it was Rise of uh, Skywalker. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Wow. We got that in twenty nine three years ago. Yeah. And for a while, we were getting a Star Wars movie every two years, I think it was. Mm. So we had Force Awakens in 2015. We had Rogue One 
that was 2016. So that was the next year. That was a yearly uh-huh. one. And then we had 2018, which was The Last Jedi. And then like 2019, was it 2017 was The Last Jedi. Hmm. So we had 2015, 2016, 2017. Rogue One came out in 2018. Hmm. No. No, it was uh, Solo that came out in 2018. And then 2019, we got um, Rise of Skywalker. So we, for like a solid good while, for four years, right? 2015, five years-ish, we got a Star Wars movie every year. They spoiled us. And now, I think they burn us out, honestly. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were doing too much, and the quality wasn't quite there. Um storytelling just really failed they didn't really have a plan on exactly where to go they did way too much they finished off what they had planned to do and then like okay let's wait a second mandalorian you're doing great keep on what you're doing buddy this is making us a bunch of money but wait can we replicate that in several other things no exactly (laughs) let's try it again nope that didn't work let's try it again nope that didn't work let's try nope stop so I, th- I think we're getting the part uh, point of Lucasfilm where they're just like, mm, let's take a step back. Let's reevaluate what really makes a Star Wars movie. What's mm-hmm. our focus and our strategy for the future of the franchise? And let's make some... I think we're going to see a lot more spinoffs and TV shows, obviously. I don't think that we'll see as big of a galaxy-spanning thing as we did with the Skywalker saga. Yeah. But let's get to the news here. Newly registered trademarks filed by Lucasfilm have fans speculating that a new Star Wars project may soon be announced. Um, there were some trademarks for multiple terms tied to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um... And let's see, Multiverse Saga, Captain America, New World Over, blah, blah, blah. On top of that, Lucasfilm filed three similar trademarks. One is called The Great Circle. The other is called The Galactic Circle. And the third is Circle of Resistance. I saw a few titles that were like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a trilogy of films. No, they're probably like, we want circles to be here somehow. Yeah. Let's kind of just spray and pray. The Great Circle. The Galactic Circle. The Circle of Resistance. Yeah. What's up with the circles? I'm not sure. I I think of those three, Circle of Resistance is my favorite. But... And uh, out of context, kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone get in the great circle. Yay! Uh, (laughs) Circle resistance could be quite inappropriate, though. So I don't know if they necessarily want to go that (laughs) route. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, The great circle, the galactic circle. Galactic circle. It's interesting. Uh, This article says while none of these trademarks are explicitly tied with Star Wars, the terms used on the second and third trademarks include some terms commonly associated with the franchise. Uh, This is one of those things, too, that um, they'll kind of just add in in case they want to do something like that, but usually it's made it pretty far in the process if they're already starting to trademark things. Usually that comes a little bit later. 
Uh, this article says all three trademarks are classified under 9 and 41 labels. Looking back at Lucasfilm's previous trademarks for frame of comparison, the internal classifications of some of these trademarks under the 9 and 41 labels match up with the previous series and films developed by Lucasfilm in the Disney era with Rebels, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, Resistance, Galaxy of Adventures, Mandalorian, Rise of Skywalker, Jedi Temple Challenge, Bad Badge, Book of Boba Fett, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Having one or both classifications along with upcoming or announced projects. So the trademark is indeed for an upcoming show or movie. Uh, the earliest we may get confirmation is Lucasfilm panel at D23, which is coming up here soon. I think uh, D23 is in the... Uh, when is that? September. So D23 will be in September. We'll probably... We may see some gaming news there, but with how many freaking delays and cancellations we're getting, I highly doubt it. Sad day. When you hear the galactic, was it? <laughs> I've forgotten it already. Um, That's not good. The great circle, the galactic circle, and the circle of resistance obviously i can't think of circle of resistance the same (laughs) (laughs) obviously you were hearkened back to uh childhood Mm -hmm. (laughs) what i'm interested i'm i'm intrigued about why the circles because that's the only thing that is like all there we have the circle of the force like Circle of Resistance. I could see it maybe being uh, pretty early on in the Force Resistance side of things. Hmm, the Great Circle. Definitely harkens back to maybe something based in the High Republic era. You think so? Maybe. I think think that's an era that they're really passionate about. Obviously, the books are greatly expanding that. But I could totally see more of the... More of the High Republic being expanded in games if they ever came out or um the tv shows and the movies Hmm. the wordage though galactic and resistance i don't know it just seems very much like the errors that we've already seen Mm -hmm. that's true yeah and because resistance galactic yeah unless they're hearkening back to our preconceived notions of that era right i could also maybe see this being an animated something Mm. um kind of they mentioned uh resistance that's something that I could see it being tied into. Um, the Galactic Circle, Great Circle, Circle of Resistance. Um, I could totally see that being more like a, maybe an anthology of animated things or something animated. Yeah. Yeah, I could it see It doesn't that. scream like big time TV show or movie to me. No. In fact, it, it, it seems, it sounds quite youthful to me yes so i could see it being it's the great circle (laughs) right i don't know i could see it being more for younger audiences maybe Mm -hmm. that's the vibe i'm getting from it as well um it doesn't seem quite there in terms of like man this is gonna be big it's gonna be boom i mean even like the tales of the jedi that's like pretty punchy but when I hear like the great resistance circle of resistance or is it circle? Yeah. What? The great no oh. galactic circle 
Great Circle and Circle of Resistance. Yeah. So I can't even. I did, totally no. blocked out the circle side circle. of things there. Circles and round circles are just very childish. Okay. Are very well. They're very prominent. I would say in mm-hmm. Star Wars. I mean, yeah. you have the Death Star, which is it's a big round, circle, but it's not necessarily a circle. It it's is. Just it's round. actually. Uh, it's more of an oval. So the great oval. It has yeah. actually. Yeah, it's uh, aspherical. It's not. <laughs> My mind is being so blown right now. It's wider on the edges than it is on the top. It's not a perfect circle. What? Mm-hmm. Uh. Side tangent. I wish we had like a second camera that we could talk to side tangents in. That would be great. Uh, side tangent. I started um, the documentary on Disney Plus, Light and Magic. It goes into the history of industrial light and magic, the FS uh, special effects, VFX company that is, they're just like legends in the game. They made all of the Pirates of the Caribbean's mm-hmm. effects. They did all the effects. They were founded for Star Wars. <laughs> George Lucas founded them um, so that they c- he could actually have uh, people working on effects because around that time, they didn't actually have a huge um, whole economy around effects that they do now. It was super popular in like the 50s and the 60s, and then the 70s, it fell out of vogue. Just wasn't cool. So a lot of those production houses closed unless they were part of something like Disney where they could actually fulfill that. So for Star Wars, he founded Industrial Light Magic. (laughs) But the thing that I want to point out, and I'm making a short about this right now, some of the scenes in Star Wars are matte paintings, and I did not realize it. I'm going to put the pictures here. They're talking about um, this one guy who did matte paintings for a lot of it. And it just blew my mind. The scenes that I was convinced were sets. I've watched Star Wars since birth. And I never noticed this. I've worked on big films. I've seen how they make things. Uh, I've, I'm an editor and a designer. And it took me until this moment to realize <laughs> it's a matte painting. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's crazy. So the next time we watch through uh, Star Wars, you're going to be like, that's I'm going to be painting. pointing out all of the matte paintings. You'll be doing the, the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. All of you lovely people, if you're watching this on video, can see it. But I'm going to show Sydney now. So this is the matte painting for this scene it's the hangar in yavin most of it is this is all matte this is all matte this is the actual shot itself (gasps) they extended the y-wing most of it as a painting and then here's the other one that's incredible this one here this is all matte this is the real shot. It's the How? scene where they're waiting for the elevator with what? Chewbacca. Basically, 60%. No, I'd say like 75% of the frame so is, is a matte flat? painting. Is that flat? Yes. It's a curved, it's a flat matte painting. Whoa. Whoa. Ah. Oh my gosh. It's incredible. That's amazing. All of you listening slash watching this should... 
pause the podcast, hop in to Disney Plus, watch Light and Magic because it was mesmerizing. Hmm. So good. My mind was blown throughout it. And Light Industrial Light Magic it seems super cool. Obviously, we all assumed it was awesome, but it's even cooler now seeing a lot of the behind the scenes exclusive footage and pictures of the early foundations of Industrial Light and Magic. Mm-hmm. And it's directed by Lawrence Kasdan, who did the, he was the writer for, writer and director, I believe, for Empire Strikes Back, hmm. as well as Solo, a Star Wars story. That's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Highly recommend it. You need to, watch it now it's incredible right now yes. go yeah so the first for the for audio listeners the first image was the y-wing shot in the yavin hangar and is complete like most of it they extended the y-wing through matte painting mm-hmm. the majority of the shot is a matte painting and then they have just this little window of practical the second one, like I said, is the uh, scene where they're going to the elevator with Chewbacca as they're dressed up as stormtroopers. And 75% of that shot is a matte painting. That's incredible. Also, a little fun tidbit here. There's a couple ways that you can do matte painting. You can overlay it in post or you can actually shoot through it. So you can shoot the scene with basically this uh, piece of glass they've painted on affixed with an arm to the camera at the perfect Mm. distance to and distance and position uh to the camera itself to where it all matches up they did that a lot with uh like animation like um a lot of those like parallax and mm-hmm. depth in early disney animation that was painted on glass and then they shot through that glass with the different motions mm-hmm. mind-blowing i had to immediately tweet about this because my jaw was three stories down on the ground (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. i was flabbergasted for probably until now i'm still flabbergasted by it so yes highly recommend that but also i think uh just kind of tie that earlier conversation together um galactic circle great circle circle of resistance seems just I don't think it's going to be a big deal when it does get announced. If it does get announced, because again, they're trademarking things. They may not yet use it. It may just be show. It may show up in a book. Who knows? But um, I think I don't think it's going to be massive. Aren't like all of the logos or like the resistance fighters and the they're all round. They're all circular. Yes, the the emblems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of circles in Star Wars. Circles are everywhere. They're <laughs> taking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very interesting to see mm-hmm. where they're taking that because who knows? Who Coming knows? to a podcast soon, we're going to point out all of the circles in Star mm-hmm. Wars. <laughs> It'll take 17 years. I'm definitely going to be looking. Oh my gosh, there's a circle. <laughs> But I think with that, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. We greatly appreciate your support and we appreciate all of you for sticking with us. 
And uh, look forward to some exciting things on the podcast. We're switching things up, changing up the format, as well as cooking up some. Oh, dude, I have a, a whole, I have a whole document of ideas oh. for the podcast. Oh my! And I've already begun reaching out to some guests. So hopefully they say yes. But uh, just kind of detailing more. Expect more kind of like uh, put together, well researched ideas coming to the podcast. Uh, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Epi- stepping up the quality. Implementing the video aspect, and uh, I, I think there's some exciting times uh, ahead for the podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a review. We haven't had a new review in a while, and we would greatly appreciate that. Hear your thoughts, as well as uh, get new listeners. And hey, share us with your friends and uh, families. And if you are going on a trip anywhere, make everyone listen to Star Wars Uplink. It's uh, always appreciated. And then pull it up on the podcast. Like... When we first started the podcast, when I would go to like a Sam's Club or something like that, I would go to the the phones that they have on, on display and I would just pull up the podcast oh on all of the tabs gosh, and everything. You would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though we did go to the Denver one and I went to do that thing and uh, it was already up. <laughs> Someone had pulled it up on there. What? Yeah. Uh, so They just knew you were coming. Exactly. They're like, well, he's coming anyway. <laughs> That's cool though. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I was blown away. Yeah. But again, thank you all so much for listening, and as always, may the force be with you.